Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave, and tonight we're going to do some different stuff. I got a couple things planned, but joining me to do these very new and different things, uh, we're experimenting, as it were. Um, that's right that's right uh actually tom made that noise to me via text message he put an he he put an asterisk and said that noise johnny makes (laughs) (laughs) did it start with a b was it no he just he just you know wrote the noise johnny makes (laughs) oh the noise johnny makes okay (laughs) it was pretty pretty funny uh but uh joining me in episode 139 is you already heard his voice subtly is matt from the two broke geeks hello and you heard him more dominantly in this intro uh johnny (laughs) hi from the just two pals podcast uh how are you how are you You just keep setting them up dave that's right that's right i uh that is exactly what i'm doing how are you gentlemen doing this evening good good oh so good um we're recording before it happens, but it'll already have happened when this episode releases. Have you survived the inauguration? I, I am assuming we're all going to survive it. <laughs> right? I think we're going to come out the other side. Right? The world will not end. Also, I don't give a damn who's going to the inauguration, so stop telling me. All right. Very mo- true. Moving on. Very true. Uh, that is all the politics you'll ever get on this podcast. Very true. Very All right. Yay. So tonight we're going to introduce a new style of show to you guys. We'll do this every so often, um, but I thought we would kick it off tonight with something that everybody, I think, collectively enjoys. We're going to talk about Star Wars. I know we've talked a lot about it recently in a lot of episodes, but specifically, we are going to fanfic Star Wars, meaning we're going to uh, pretty much make everything Filthy. Right. We're going mm-hmm. to just slash the entire universe. Han All Solo, the lightsabers are dicks now. Right. Han Solo and Luke Skywalker are hooking up. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No. No. But really, uh, what, what? we're, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of... Jar Jar Binks and everybody kind of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We discover that Luke and Leia are actually Jar Jar's kids, not Anakin's kids. Ooh. Twist. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty messed up. Twist? It's pretty messed up. No. But what we're going to do... Is kind of create our own Star Wars universe that is meaning we're going to write essentially outline essentially what we would do in the next Star Wars movies, whether it's in the Skywalker saga or outside like Rogue One and like the Han Solo movie, like what we would do as the next standalone or that kind of thing. So um, basically we'll do, we'll do that for, a, a good portion of the show. And then we have a, an extra special segment we're going to introduce at the very, very end of this podcast that will keep these two gentlemen on their toes. Sounds like fun. So, all right, let's yeah, kick let's it off. It. Let's, uh, let's actually talk about where we would take episode eight. So we all saw what happened at the end of episode seven, uh, otherwise mm-hmm. known as the force awakens. Nobody calls it episode seven, which is funny. It's usually just oh. TFA or the force awakens, which I'm quite all right with um yeah yeah Yeah. no you're right because i never call it i never call it episode five it's always empire yeah i never call it episode four or a new hope i just say star Star wars Wars, the first one (laughs) right because why wouldn't you i mean right come on now oh so interesting all right so last we saw them finn is uh recovering was he in a bakta tank no no he was lying on a bed yeah that's right he was lying in a bed after being slashed across the back by by Kylo Ren, 
Uh, Ray is off on an island with Luke Skywalker, a sad-faced Luke Skywalker, being handed his lightsaber. And, uh, yeah, the Starkiller base had exploded, presumably with Kylo Ren and and his buddy uh, safely off off the, the planet there. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren, his buddy, is that Hux? Yes, General Hux. Okay. Thank you. Hux. Thank you for All assisting right. me there. His name escaped me. You are welcome. And uh, presumably Captain Phasma escaped somehow from the trash compactor. I Everyone's esca- everyone escapes from the trash compactor. <laughs> right, because we're... We're told she's going to be in episode eight. Sorry, guys. Spoilers. She survived, which you would think she would. She had a cool costume, right, Matt? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> she totally would over- worth saving. She yeah, would overtake totally Boba Fett as overrated, right? I mean, really? Uh, yeah. If that was it. They're kind of tied. Yeah. Well, if- yeah, I think she probably did even less than Boba Fett did. but I, I definitely think she did. She didn't move the plot forward at all, except no. for being the one who opened the shield. That was it. Right, right. And then also, like, telling him to put his helmet back on or something. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, she looked pretty pretty sweet. <laughs> so, all right. Well, she so, was just a silver stormtrooper, uh, right? Uh, chrome. Yeah. Pretty chrome stormtrooper. I don't know. I don't get a, I don't. It doesn't – I don't go all crazy when I'm like, oh, my God, look, it's a black stormtrooper. No, it's I think – it's a different stylized helmet for right. the white stormtrooper. I don't care. For me, it was more of I like the actress from Game of Thrones, so I was ready mm-hmm. to see her be pretty awesome as a bad guy, and we really didn't get to. They did hype her up before the movie came. Oh, out. Oh, they too. sure did. They uh, they <laughs> they advertised the crap out of her being in this movie. <laughs> she does mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, but anyway, so all right, episode eight. Where where are we taking? I mean, we don't have to plan out the the opening crawl or anything like that, but. Um, as far as we know too, and we don't have to abide by this really, this is where we would take it, but this is like the first movie that doesn't jump ahead many years, um, in the Star Wars saga. It's like fairly quickly after the end of Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. I would hope it would take place like immediately. Right. Like cut right to that conversation that we're going to have with Luke and Ray. And that's kind of what I think Ryan Johnson has said is that it's going to pretty much pick up right, right, like on that little island there. After good, the crawl, good. of course. Right, of course. We need a new crawl to set up what, what we saw already. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, all right. Uh, where where are we taking it? Like, uh, how how are we doing this? Like, are we is, is episode eight going to reveal who Ray's lineage is, or do we even care? Uh, I, boy, they make an awful big deal out of it. I don't feel like it should be important. I don't... Uh, I don't think she should be related to anybody. That's just silly. Just a like, brand new character outside of the Skywalker, yeah, uh, branch. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I. The fans, I think, are the ones who just destroyed that hype. Yeah. Um, I would, and they're going to ruin it for themselves. I think. Right. I would like it to be a new character, but one we've met maybe in the first movie that was a surprise. Like maybe it's, I don't know, maybe oh, maybe maybe. It, maybe it's Snoke. You know, something crazy like that. Ooh, maybe it's Phasma. Phasma is her mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Padme did have a kid and this is like her, their niece. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a kid be. a kid with with Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I to me it, I'm happy with either one of two things. Unless they make a different option really cool, I would either her be a completely original character not linked to anyone else or I would go. I would go bonkers if she was related to the Kenobis. 
because I think that ties together that kind of family that that the Skywalkers and the Kenobis have. Sure. Um, and then you have the the grandson of Anakin and the granddaughter of Kenobi as your protagonist and your antagonist in the end. Oh, so and maybe I think that kind of comes full circle in a way. Maybe bef- no, never mind. That can't happen. But yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I, so would you want it to be like a, a like a straight lineage from Obi Wan, or like this is like his sister's granddaughter, or? I, okay, so that it kind of mm, ties into what I'd point. like to see for future movies. Um, I I would really. I, I really want a Kenobi movie, like more than any of the other spinoffs. Rogue One was great, and I, I definitely would have chosen that first. But in the future, I do want an Obi-Wan Kenobi film, like either a, one or two. Bridging bridging three and four? Right, right. Or just not even... introduced in Rebels now. Um, right, not even bridging so much, but just, you know, what's he doing? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what these movies should be. What's he doing during that time? And have little ties here and there, but... I think that that's a far more interesting story than what Han Solo was up to when he was younger. Well, um, you could do a lot of things that really don't affect what happens before we see him in A New Hope. Right. Well, so with the exception of what I'd like is a reveal that it's Kenobi, is her grandfather, her direct grandfather. And then in the in these hypothetical future Obi-Wan Kenobi films, have that be the relationship that he gets into, you know, the Ooh, that... I got- I got an idea. Ooh. Mm. Okay, so I want to hear it. So since since they've taken from the the Thrawn trilogy, that's a trilogy of books. I don't know if either of you know that that well. Um, no, it no. was written to follow essentially after uh, Jedi. This was the book series that would continue the story after Jedi. Before obviously, you know, all these movies came out. And it introduced this. Um, the Thrawn trilogy introduced this character called Grand Admiral Thrawn, who has now been introduced into Rebels. So if they're yeah. gonna if they're gonna take that character who existed after and put him before, maybe they could take another uh, notable character that was created named Mara Jade, who is Luke Skywalker's mm-hmm. love interest in the, in those books, make mm-hmm. her part of this storyline in Rebels, and she hooks up with Obi Wan. Boom! Mm-hmm. Ray is mm-hmm. Ray is the granddaughter of Mara Jade, and Obi Wan. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. So I, I didn't watch the Clone Wars, but I, I've heard a, a fair amount about it. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think he, uh, Kenobi, had like he had a love interest. This kind of yeah, he had a love interest. He had kind of like this relationship that he didn't like go through because he's a Jedi and Jedi don't do that and yada yada. I like my um, idea better. Though. They, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. love interest. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah I know. Booty call. Let me look her up. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, is OBC is online booty call. <laughs> Right, you got it. Nailed it. Um, Whatever her name is, you could have that story. Duchess Santine Cries. Mm-hmm. I'm probably saying that last name right. Wrong. I mean. And I feel like you could set up an awesome Kenobi story. And maybe one of the reasons why they haven't you know, announced we're doing a Kenobi movie yet. Maybe they want episode eight to come out. She finds out she's related to Kenobi. She force talks that. with him somehow. And yeah. then we get the story of why he abandoned her, why well, he left her. Well, and my assumption is he was going back into um, hiding mm-hmm. back on Tatooine and didn't want that kind of life for her. Maybe. I mean, who knows what the reason is, but yeah, maybe she never told him that she was pregnant. Maybe they had this huge blowout or something. Yeah, it could have been. Um, maybe he thought she died. I kind of want on this this island because 
the the rumored story is that Luke or no, we heard about it. Luke was looking for the 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 hidden Jedi temples. Uh, Han was talking mm-hmm. about that in Force Awakens. So I'm hoping this planet that they're on uh, in the beginning and end of Rogue, uh, Force Awakens and beginning of Episode Eight is like this hub of Jedi like ghosts, you know, like they can, they all kind of oh, can, yeah. can appear there. Oh yeah, and like yeah. so That'd maybe. Maybe we'll get Obi-Wan. Maybe we'll even get Qui-Gon back. You know, any excuse to make a better Star Wars movie with Liam Neeson, I'm all for. Um, <laughs> where he's at least yeah. included, you know. Um, Obi-Wan would be tough, though, because you'd, you know, Alec, Alec Guinness is gone. Um, that doesn't stop Disney anymore. No, yeah. you're right. <laughs> you're... I think they would either do the Thrawn CG for him as a Force ghost or just bring Ewan, Ewan McGregor, McGregor back. And young up his ghost, even though he's always yeah. been Al Guinness in the other movies. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I, I would prefer it stay consistent with the continuity established before, which is that you look they, the way you looked when you died. Sure. They could, like, add this this layer onto that that mythology of this, the, the Force ghost and make it, like, that that version of him has has passed on or something, mm-hmm. and now the younger version is. I don't know. They can do whatever they want and make it happen. I want you and McGregor back, but um, I don't. Yeah, you know, maybe she would have to find out what you and McGregor with, wants. You and McGregor back. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't blame him. He wants to also make a good Star Wars movie. <laughs> he wants to be part of good something better. He um, was consistently some of the best parts. Some yeah. of the saving graces of those movies. Some, somewhat, yeah, but you know, some of the stuff he was forced to say does you know in, impede it. But okay, so so off the episode eight, we get this this Ewan McGregor anthology movie talking about you know how how Ray may have come to be with Duchess Satine, and you could also then bring back Darth Maul because his story is tied oh, is yeah. then tied to Obi Wan on Tatooine right now on Rebels. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of cool. Although I think they're going to have that play out on Rebels, so they might not essentially. I was going to say uh, that seems too many years after. Well, the Darth I... Maul storyline is convoluted and crazy, as you would expect from somebody who was cut in half and still survived. Yeah, yeah. and fell down. I've heard some things that he's not actually there to to kill Kenobi. That he he has some specific mission and he needs Kenobi for it. Right, he's not as... Um, yeah, they've ooh. never said he's there to kill him. He's trying to... Well, he's had a vendetta against Kenobi, Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but he's uh. he's trying to find Obi-Wan because they're both trying to destroy the Sith. And he gets this 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 pre- premonition or something from these, these ghostly Night Sisters from the Clone Wars. Um, mm-hmm. That, you know, his answer is, is on the, the planet with two sons or whatever. Um, mm. and so they have to try to find it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be, I would get back into, um, watching the Star Wars. I, I didn't watch much of Clone Wars, a little bit of it, and then I didn't follow it, but I would watch <laughs> Rebels if they were going to do a storyline of Kenobi and Darth Maul going on, <laughs> going out to take, you know, the Sith down. Well, yeah. I mean, it has to lead to a certain point that we know of where they don't, you know. Um, right. Yeah, I think you got to do the movie from the point of him leaving at the end of revenge of the Sith to his appearance in rebels, that's going to pop up because that's it's, you, you know, you're getting too close to a new hope for him to have a kid. And right. I mean, he would have had to have a kid like almost immediately after. Cause rebels is like right? rebels is three years. I think it's three years before rogue one. 
which Rogue One is right on top of A New Hope. <laughs> like yeah. seconds before A New Hope. Right, right. I mean, it, it spans a certain amount of time because we go from young... Well... Young... Yeah, how, to... how, uh, how long before... Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi could... Eh, maybe not. I don't know. Well, how long has it been since <clears throat> The Force Awakens? From, like, how much time? Is it 40 years that has passed in the... Oh boy! In the Star Wars universe, let me uh, let me consult my Star Wars timeline. Well, while you're consulting your Star Wars timeline, I'm just gonna have a drink. <laughs> oh my! You know, Johnny, <laughs> yeah, when man. I'm when I'm feeling like I want to stay up podcasting and need some refreshment, but I don't yeah. want all that terrible caffeine to keep me up when I'm done podcasting. Right, I just right. have a nice caffeine-free Coke Zero. Oh, you having a caffeine-free Coke Zero? Yeah, nice cold. Oh. Makes me feel good. Hashtag uh, two Coke geeks. You know? Oh yes, oh, dude, that's so good. He dropped it. He dropped the hammer. That's so good. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, wow. You know, everybody, when you find out you've got competition and you didn't expect it, and and you're you're kind of thrown off. You know what you do? You just really. You just pop open a, an ice cold Mountain Dew voltage because when you're challenged by the enemy, you're gonna want to stare them down, take a swig, and just kick the dick. You're darn right. Hashtag just do pals. Um, what what is the time frame we're looking for between what and Force Awakens? Uh, Revenge episode three of the or Rebel? Oh, I was gonna say episode three or Rebels. I couldn't remember which one. What I got Revenge caught up in my own silly joke. That was fantastic. Don't don't. Not oh wait, silly. no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not thinking. I'm, I'm it was Revenge of the Sith and uh, uh, A New Hope. Uh, oh man, I used to know that off the top of my head. All right, yeah. It's got to be well. Revenge of the Sith and Hope. A New oh, Hope. It's like, is like twenty or thirty or twenty years yeah, because of yeah. No, it's not thirty because Luke's definitely not thirty right, at the beginning right. of. Hope. So he's like 19, 19 he's or like, 20? Yeah, he's like 19 or 20. Okay, so, um, and then how much time between A New Hope and The Force Awakens? So here, okay, Revenge of the Sith is 19 uh, years before the Battle of Yavin. This is how this chronological thing works. Okay. So that's episode three, and then we're looking for what? Uh, episode four? Yeah. So it's 19, I 19, know- it's 19 years. Okay, yeah, but, but then now, how long now A New between- Hope until The Force Awakens. Uh, real time, whatever, 77 to 2015, real time. It's real time difference. It is real so, time. It's like 40 years. Yeah. Okay. Well then he couldn't have, oh no, I guess he could be the grandfather. No, you, you know, I, I was like, how's he going to have a kid and Ray only be like 19 or something? But yeah, if he had a kid and then that kid had a kid, although, hmm, yeah. Then is it going to be a story about Kenobi and his kid who gets here you go pregnant um, or something uh force awakens takes place where is the actual film 34 years after the battle of yavin okay yeah so he would have had to have fathered a kid that kid could have maybe around the maybe 20 25 years had a kid of their own and then Sometime during that time, Ray's whatever. What if what I if... don't know if if I I think it's possible for him to be the grandfather. Mm-hmm. I do think that they could figure it out time wise. Um, 
Okay, so but, uh, let's just do it this way. In our our episode eight and our solo movie that we've just read, <laughs> Obi Wan is is her grandfather. There's her lineage there. Um, let's move on to a different character. We don't know a whole lot, and they did kind of hit on it at one point about uh, Finn, like where he comes from. I don't think his parents are that important. Uh, to his storyline, because I really don't want him to be the son of Lando. Let's let's expand. Hell no. Let's expand no, the universe. But no. yeah. the, the question we should answer is: He mm-hmm. uh, does he have force sensitivity? Is he any kind of Jedi? Because we have seen him wield the lightsaber. But Badly. anybody anybody can anybody can yeah. can fight with no this. force no force activity in him whatsoever. I say okay. I hope not. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm no. okay with him just being you know like a like a gun like a weapons guy. Yeah. I... But the now he's related is... to Saw Gerrera. I'm no. kidding. No. <laughs> I just picked one of the only three black guys I've ever seen in Star Wars. Mace Windu. I guess, yeah, I guess it's like, um, you don't want everybody to just be force-sensitive right. and stuff like that. Yeah, don't want them to be yeah. Jedi. You don't want them to... No, because that's... that's kind of the thing with... Uh, Although it would be kind of, I mean, it would be kind of fun to see the Jedi come back uh, like they were in the prequel trilogy, which is basically what Luke was trying to do, but he failed. Right. Yeah. Um, so that there would be a bunch of Jedi, but uh, I don't think you know they're not going to get that far. So that's yeah, that's a ways away. I mean, you have to set up a whole like you know what they did with the games, a Jedi Academy, and this this whole system of Jedi is not being hunted down by. By the Sith. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen. Which, technically, there is no Sith right now that we know of. We have a Knight of Ren, who is not a Sith. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's on his path down the dark side, is all we know of. So let's let's veer away from Forceless Finn, we'll call him, uh, over to Kylo Ren. Now, <clears throat> something I thought would be a cool twist is if, in his training of Rey... She goes bad, and this trilogy is the, is the story of Kylo Ren turning away from the dark side. Hmm. Ah, uh, he. You're saying probably... Ray becomes a Sith, quote unquote, and he becomes the Jedi to take her down. Yeah, kind of thing. Hmm. I, I think, think she's, she's too established of a character. Yeah. I yeah, know. I don't think she'll be. And you know what? I think he will. Oh man. I just I can't fight this feeling that they're going to try too hard to mirror the original trilogy, which would mean that by the end, yeah, Kylo Ren will do a Darth Vader like turn. And yeah. I don't think you okay. I, I see and why I don't want him to. I, no, I no, don't no. want him to. Yeah, I don't think we, any of us do. But I see. I think they can't now that he's killed Han Solo. You can't redeem that character to fans. I, I so I've heard some rumors that that um Lucasfilm and Disney uh and again totally rumors so I'm not I mean I'm not making this up because Star Wars fans spread this shit like wildfire this is just something I happen to hear or read on the internet so it could totally not be true but there's but the rumors I read is that Lucas or that Lucasfilm and Disney want to see if they can get Harrison Ford back for the last movie um, to kind of fill in that role of what Leia would have been. And then you've got some sort of, I mean, if you set up Leia to have died by Kylo Ren also, then 
Han Solo could be the one to kill Kylo Ren in the end. I mean, I don't I don't know where the story would go, but I've heard talk that they potentially want to bring him back. There's no I, as if that he didn't be, die. As if he didn't die. I don't. I just can't see that because the planet the, the planet he died on is destroyed. Well, yeah, but we didn't see what happened. I mean, there's always that big thing. I agree with That's you. That's weak storytelling. Yeah, that would be terrible. Would, if yeah, I'd be that. pretty upset. I was happy with with uh, Force Awakens. That would make me pretty upset if they did that. And I know you're talking about rumor and stuff like that, but that would yeah. that would pretty much ruin the three movies for me. If yeah, they, I mean, hey. I, I'm not going to say I'll never be okay with it, mm-hmm. but it would have to be a damn good and interesting excuse me story to get away with doing something like that right they would really have to have a good reason for it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) okay all right so anyway if they i mean if they wind up doing something like that then the kylo ren story could be completely different at the end um but uh i think the the path that they have it on now obviously leia is going to have to be gone for the third one there's not going to be a character, I think, that's going to be able to coax him back over where Darth Vader had his son telling him, like, save me, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren is now not going to have anyone unless, to say, save me, I'm dying, that he's going to care enough about. Unless they somehow, you know, tie Ray and him together as some kind of relation. You know. Like, yeah, but they I, might, yeah. but I don't, I hope I, not. I hope not, too. But, yeah. I mean, they, they, they set up a lot of things that could be taken different ways. Like, it seemed like he got real upset when he found out there was a girl with them. Like, it, it, that's what made him just yeah, lose, he absolutely lose his did. mind. And some people yeah. said that she might be the other kid, but it, that's really uh, weird if she is the other solo kid, because... Uh, Han and Leia seemed to have no reaction to her whatsoever. Right, yeah. right. There was one time when she said she'd never, she didn't know that there was as much green in the world or in the galaxy, and Han looks at her real sad. But like, if he knew who she was, he would have tried, I think, a little harder to get her to to be with them more. Yeah, like, like you know, mm. he does make the offer for them to fly together, but he just, I think, he does that out of out of you know selfish reasons. Or they could at some point find out if they're doing the Kenobi thing, if she's related to Kenobi, they could find out that she's got Kenobi lineage. And because of what Kenobi meant to Luke and Leia, he's got maybe some affinity for her. um, Having grown older and realized that, you know, Kenobi wasn't a crazy kook and all that crap. Yeah, he wasn't just some weird hermit. So I I do think that he feels something for her and whether that's some sort of like, um responsibility like i'm yeah like 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 i'm familiar with who you are or i'm familiar with your story or if it's just you're you know you're a kid who's been trapped your whole life and now you're finally getting to experience the world kind of thing right you remind me of a person i i call my brother in luke yeah yeah something like that yeah something like that all right um okay so kylo ren we've also heard rumors that we're going to see more of the knights of ren who from what we can tell, are what eliminated all of Luke's training Jedis. I would hope so, because they don't... Of course, in the original Star Wars, they barely... There wasn't even really a Sith. Like, Sith didn't even really come up until... um, 
you know, expanded universe and prequels. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't say Sith in the original Star Wars trilogy. So I was about to say I hope so because they didn't really explain what the Knights of Ren were. But I guess if they never explained what the Knights of Ren were, I'd be fine. If they were just in the movie and they didn't explain it, I would be pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, just to see more of that kind of uh, teamwork villainy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 100%. We definitely need, I definitely agree. I think we need the Knights of Ren for sure. Bring them in. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to see, I would like to see, I think we're going to see that flashback played out more. Um, maybe through the telling of Luke or something, you know, telling mm-hmm. the story or something. They don't, you know, they don't do flashbacks in these movies, uh, Star Wars, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe they need to with, with that. Cause I think it'd just be cool to see. Plus, mm. he's probably well. Did, did, do they say he's the last of the the Knights of Ren? I can't remember. If uh, I don't. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> that would be very surprising to me if he was, because that would mean that either everyone else but him died attacking the Jedi, like he was the only survivor, or right. they've been secretly hunted. Right, right, and maybe that's what Luke's been up to. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm yeah, maybe. really mostly just curious to find out what Luke has been up to. Like, I feel like he, mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know, because he, he's obviously gone into hiding and I'm going to be interested to know. And I kind of hope to know, like, was he planning on ever coming back uh, or was he really just going to go and hide and be like, because here's the thing, Luke Skywalker is kind of a whiny character, and ha- <laughs> like he, at least from maybe not so much in Jedi, but like pretty much right through Empire, he was kind of whiny, and mm-hmm. um, I'm just curious of uh, thinking, is he going to be like, oh, oh, I failed, like I, I just I failed, and all this started because I just wanted to go to the Tashi station and pick up some power <laughs> converters. Like, can't I just be like, yeah, who? Are Leave I need, me alone. I need to cut I screwed that. It all up. I need to cut that and make that a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like that's the route they're going to go, though. Yeah. In an ideal world, to me, he's not just sequestered to this planet out of shame. Like mm-hmm. there, there is a purpose for him being on that specific planet, and there is a purpose for you re- not having been in contact for <clears throat> so long. You really well, that's my whole yeah. Um, you mean you really I mean, diminish his role? Yeah, I mean, he partly can be upset because obviously he got other young people killed through his mistakes, and he can obviously be upset, but I I hope there's some kind of greater purpose, like he's trying to find some kind of greater understanding of himself and his place and how to fix the mistakes he's made, not just be like, oh, guys, man, I really messed up this time. Let me go hide. I'd like, yeah, I'd like this to, is the ultimate shame. Right. I kind of want to see maybe part of his story is after, you know, he failed with Ben so so horribly and all those, you know, Jedi Knights were, or training Jedi Knights were killed. Maybe he got a little tempted by the dark side. And this is why he sequestered himself alone was because mm. he he needed to focus more and become more in tune with with the light or um or you know maybe it was because he feels or he knows that maybe he's the last of the jedi and he didn't really know about ray out there and so he's trying to 
to protect that lineage? I have no idea. I don't know where I'm going with that. In, in your guys' fanfic <clears throat> future, um, for these characters, if you're if you're fanficking it moving forward, do Han and Leia have other kids? No. No, 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 no. Yeah, same here. I know that a lot of people wanted them to because that was the EU. Yeah. But I'm like, guys, you just you gotta stop thinking about the EU. And based on the story they've set up, no, I think um, just having um, Kylo Ren be their one kid is you is feel like they would have a good men- way to go, right? You feel like they would have mentioned it when you know Han's like, I saw, uh, you know, I saw him, or you know, mm-hmm. I, or you think right. she would have just <clears throat> been involved somewhere, right? Right. The- they would I want to protect like her his- more. Or him. Yeah, especially since um, Han left Leia and was just out being a pirate again. You feel like the daughter may have been involved in General Organa's uh, situation a little bit. Sure. I, um, I just In what she was trying to do. And, I, I feel like a person like Luke or Leia, if they ever had children, would not abandon them. Or, you know push them away as far as they were pushed away themselves. So here's a scenario I thought of in which I would be okay if we find out that they had another kid. Um, So it's the past and Luke's running his thing and Han and Leia have two kids and I'll just say it's a daughter, right? Son Mm -hmm. and a daughter and they're both in the thing and they both start going over to the dark side. They both start getting involved with Snoke and going crazy. And they're the two that lead the attack on the Jedi temple and yada, yada. And during a fight against Luke, Luke kills the sister and Kylo Ren then completely converts over. And it, to me, Han leaving because their son went to the dark side was a, was a stretch. I'll buy it because it's Star Wars and because I haven't seen Han Solo in years. <laughs> sure. But I would be much more interested in him having abandoned Leia and gone off on his own if not only his son went to the dark side, but his daughter was killed by his best friend, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason Luke has that shame. Like he killed his niece. Like if he did maybe not yeah. intentionally, mm-hmm. maybe he had to. Hmm. But that scenario would be one as long as the kid doesn't show up later. One thing I I want episode eight to do is put, obviously they can't do it for Han now, but I want it to put Luke and Leia back into, it's going to be a difficult and interesting thing to do with Leia now uh, because Carrie Fisher is dead, but at least back into a, a better place than they started episode seven because at the end of Jedi, they were all heroes and happy and everything. And uh, yeah. Episode Seven really undid a lot of their story by making them all, aside from all Leia. of them, kind of. Well, no, well, Leia was abandoned. Now, yeah, she well, got she, abandoned. I would say, I would like, say, she's her, still, her, her she's, relationship failed. Her right. son became a villain. Like she was unhappy, and Han went from being a hero back to being a, a space pirate. Uh, and Luke is hiding on an island. What like, I mean by I, Leia, though, is she stayed. She remained a hero. She's a general, right. I, still fighting. Yeah, I guess, but yeah, but I mean, I guess her personal life sure, became sure. I got you. They're all they're all they're all in dark places. Yeah, okay. which I I don't like because, like I said, they finished happy and hero, and obviously nobody, in, realistically, nobody lives happily ever after. But I I, I mean, I they want were, their life to. 
I want their life to circle back and become a little bit better than it was at the beginning of episode seven. They were they were dancing to the sounds of the rhythmic drums of of, right. of stormtrooper heads in helmets. Right, and obviously, happily ever after are the are the biggest lies in fiction because <laughs> nobody's lives go on to be perfect. Right, but, and, but what's what's kind of nice is that's that's the 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 moral of life is that. Even though the story's at, at over, it doesn't. It's not. It's not done. Life right. go, life so, goes on, and you know things continue to happen. Right, and so I just I want their story to come back around mm-hmm. again. Uh, as much as they can do it for Leia, I, I don't know what form that will come in. Um, and then even more so for Luke as they go into Episode Nine. Yeah, I think I think with the Luke character, and here's my fanficking, he has to sacrifice himself much like Obi Wan did. Mm-hmm. Uh, very that'd be fine. Very heroic way in saving our new heroes. Hopefully, in Episode Nine, I don't want that to happen in the next movie. No, I think yeah, I think he has he has a lot of transitioning over to the the new generation of Jedi before he can mm-hmm. that, before he can you know officially be either dead or. Whatever they, whatever they do to him, ghost, you know, force ghost him. Um, force so ghost. that would mean that the three main characters are all dead by the end of episode nine. I believe that's no the, one makes it out alive. I think that's the plan. Um, to I, kind of, I feel like either Leia or Luke would have made it out. Of, specifically, I think Leia would have made it out alive being the general and Luke being like a, a fighter, a warrior kind of, well, kind of character. Well, Leia has the better chance because she's not in the thick of things anymore. She's, you know relegated to kind of like an office job almost um Mm -hmm. she's stuck at a desk uh, but still very important but she's not on the front line anymore yeah as she used to be i would say she might even be the single most important of the three oh yeah moving forward progressing the story and so it's a bummer that she's gone and now i wonder does that you know does that affect their plans if they were planning on killing luke are they questioning that now are they going well we don't want all three to die we wanted the you know this character to live and now yeah. now they're not it definitely, found, it definitely changes the future what pretty I, heavily what I found interesting is today there's a deleted scene of Chewbacca from The Force Awakens where he rips off somebody's arms nice really? I, I didn't watch it or I didn't read anything about it I saw the headline was trending on Facebook um, while it does has no place in the movies <laughs> pretty cool <laughs> throw it in a comic book or something you know <laughs> but the more i think about it i'm changing my fanfic my oh. future movies are han and leia did have a second kid and that kid was killed during that jedi thing because that's pretty grim she started going to the dark side yeah and either luke feels responsible but either luke killed her directly or feels responsible for her dying during that event mm-hmm. and you know, Han doesn't blame him and that's why he wants Luke back. And like maybe Han struggles with their son more because their son was instrumental in getting their other kid killed. I mean, I feel like there's stuff to kind of expand on there, but I like the idea now of there being more to me, there's gotta be more trauma than just, Oh, my Jedi temple blew up. (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. There's gotta be more than that to make Luke go off the deep end. And I think it's having a family member, that was killed during that, yeah, during yeah. that event. All right, to close it out on our 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 talk of our fanfic of the future of the Skywalker saga, at least since we did plan one solo movie with the Ben the Ben Kenobi movie. 
Oh, yeah. Um, what about this whole mystery of Snoke? Hmm. Where does he... I truly don't care. Well, I don't. I don't it mean it doesn't interest me at all who Snoke is. I don't know. I don't want him to be revealed as oh he was this person all along. No, I. He definitely no, no. he definitely has a past with with our main characters because Leia knows who he is. Um, I don't think he's just like the Emperor where he's kind of residing on a throne. I think he's been hands on, and that's why he's all messed up. Um, perhaps maybe he was one of the, maybe, maybe he was a lost Jedi that Luke found to help train all those Jedi. Mm. Something like that. I want him to be a new yeah. character is what I'm saying, but he obviously has yeah. ties. He obviously has ties to Ben or Kylo Ren, I should say mm-hmm. before the, before he tur- turns. Cause he was seduced by him is what Leia says. I like the idea of Snoke being an older man who Luke tries to train instead of being like a young person. He's sure. an old man who's mm-hmm. already, I mean, there's no guiding him at this point. Right. It's just teaching him how to use the powers and he's going to be who he is. And so, he's heard of yeah. the Sith and he's heard of the, the Jedi and, you know, he knows yeah. he kind of has yeah, his yeah. history already. And he got royally messed up during that fight, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's Luke is fighting him and that's when the Knights of Ren show up in that rainstorm. Mm. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, you, know, maybe. you know what could lend credence to your theory, and maybe not so much, but, you know, there's that final scene of Luke standing above what I am saying is a tombstone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that, yeah. Yeah, I I take credit. I saw it first. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, but what yeah, if, it makes sense. What if that's, like, what he made to keep <clears throat> to remember that he, you know, it's his fault, or he killed uh, Han and Leia's daughter? Maybe that, that yeah. that's just for you, Johnny. I don't think that's going to happen. Or at least responsible. <laughs> right. See, I don't think he doesn't necessarily have to kill her sure. in order to feel that shame. She, he could feel that he have failed with Kylo and be like upset about it. But, but to have failed two kids and then one of them died during a siege Yeah. on the, on the evil side that I could see propelling someone into a, into a depressive oh, state. Oh, here you go. I'm, I'm yes. going to keep falling down your, your wormhole of two kids. Because it's a good wormhole, <laughs> no, buddy. No, Snoke killed her. But Ooh. but Kylo doesn't know it, and neither does neither does Luke. Oh, maybe Kylo thinks Luke killed her. Yeah, yeah. And that's why... And I mean, we can, Ky- we, can, we can rule out Kylo right away as the killer because that would have been his test. Mm. Um, not killing his... Not just killing his father... He killed no, his, you're right. He, he, yeah, he yeah, killed yeah. his sister. So you rule out Kylo that way. But yeah, maybe, you know, because he, he, maybe Snoke sees the rebellion side of his, his sister and that she'll keep him on the light side. So, you know, I got to get rid of this chick. And yeah, he yeah. probably, he wouldn't want Kylo to have any ties whatsoever. Right. I would think. So even if they were both super dark and evil, they're still important to more important to each other than they are to Snoke. You and, know what I mean? Like they would always choose each other over Snoke, over following Snoke. So if right. one defected, the other one might as might as well. And if he's faithful to the, to the Sith folklore, there's only two. No more. No this less. is what the fanfic's all about, Dave. <laughs> we already started something. See, this is this is why I thought this would be a good idea in the first place. I thought it might take more thinking mm-hmm. and plotting. Otherwise we'd just be sitting here for an hour going, uh um uh yeah, you were right, Johnny. Off the cuff stuff, man. You're right. Off yep, the cuff. Yep. 
Just come up so with it right here. What are your what are your guys' ideas? Hit us up on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Let us know if you know 140 characters is not a lot of space. So you can also email us info at atomicgeekdom.com or our Facebook page. Hit us just hit us, up, hit us up there and let us know your ideas, what you would do with episode eight or any of the the solo uh Star Wars movies. You know, they call them standalones, but without episodes three, four, and or four, five, and six, there is no Rogue One. <laughs> so uh, it's not a standalone, you know, it, it's part of that story, but it is, Definitely. it is an anthology story. So it is set apart. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, hit us up. Let us know. All right. We're going to move on to a new segment that we'll do every so often. Let me, uh, you can hear the change. Let me just grab one of Ooh. these nickels Ooh, here. What is this? All right. So Matthew, you shall uh-huh. be, you shall be heads. Okay. And Johnny, you are tails. Awesome. And uh, we are going to do uh, the Debate Club. Tonight will be okay. the first edition of the Debate Club segment. Each each participant will get five minutes to plead their case one way or the other. You do not get to choose which side you are on. I get to choose which side you are on. Awesome. Um, okay. And tonight, since we did Star Wars as a theme, we are going to do for and against the prequels being great works of film. Mm. Oh my! Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Um, actually, this I... is great to do with me and Matt because I've always considered us our enemies of Atomic Geek. So, <laughs> as far as topic true, discussion, true. Yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Actually, so I'm gonna good. I'm gonna do it this way. Matt's... For and against the okay. So one of you will be for, one of you will be against. Um, okay. Because uh, he was on the call with me first. Sorry, Johnny. Uh, you, Matt, will call it in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, you I'm just gonna, told me I was heads. Right now, I'm changing. Yeah. I'm changing it though. Heads is going to be for. Tails is going to be against. Okay. So. So wait, he ha. doesn't need to call it then. You're yeah, just you're right. Flip it? You're right. I'm just going to flip it, but I'm deciding for you right now, Matt. Okay. I All mean, right. call it anyway, Matt. Well, that, well that that implies that he gets a choice, but he doesn't. I was wrong there. <laughs> right. We're still we're still ironing ironing out the kinks here. Uh, all right. So here we go. You guys heard it. It's fair and square. Mm-hmm. It landed on tails. So you so are. That's against. You are against the prequels being great, Johnny. You will fight I'm the good them. fight <laughs> that they are great films, right. uh, and uh, we'll get this. Matt will get to start things off. I will start the clock, um, and you will get get going right. On okay. When I wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't know that he's going to need five minutes to talk about how <laughs> terrible they we are. We might need to shorten that too. Um, I was never in the debate club, so I don't know how long each person got to plead their case, or if there even was a time limit. But we're we're a podcast with a time limit, so <laughs> for a small for a smaller thing, you're going to be looking at like three minutes. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Well, do you want to do three in minutes? A debate club about three minutes per side. Should we do three minutes here? Um, I mean, sure. All right, let it's me, all uh, fine by me. Whatever, guys. Just. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with either. All right, we'll do five. We'll start with five. See where it takes us. All right. In all right. three, two, one, go. Uh, the Star Wars prequels are not good on pretty much any level. Most of the acting is pretty poor. I mean, there are a few actors in it that are good, but mostly they're just pretty poor. 
the writing is also really bad. George Lucas uh, tried to work in a romantic story and has apparently uh, very little uh, knowledge or skill at how to write romantic relationships between characters as <laughs> they come off pretty stilted and uh, hammy and unnatural. Um, there's a lot of playing around with CGI, which I understand at the time CGI was still pretty fresh, but he sacrificed his uh, realism for his cartoony characters because he wanted to play with his new toy, which was, you know, obviously the CGI. And therefore you get like Gungans and like robots instead of stormtroopers and uh, entire sets that aren't really sets. They're just people on green screens and it looks very strange and cartoony and unnatural. Almost like I was watching Space Jam instead of Star Wars. Um, which, you know, is something fine when it's Space Jam or Mary Poppins or whatever, but it's not okay when I'm watching like a Star Wars type movie or any other movie, really, unless it's going to be good, which at the time it wasn't. Um, <laughs> he also threw in a lot of just story for Darth Vader and took uh, a character that was like the most feared character in the galaxy and turned him into kind of just a whiny kid, which was unfortunate because he weakened one of his greatest creations. He also weakened one of his greatest creations by turning the force from like this mystical energy into like a virus that you had uh, because of midi-chlorians, which like I said, uh, are a virus or a bacteria or who knows or who cares. Um, also in that first one, uh, they made Yoda look all fucked up, which I didn't think was possible. Like you have a template for what Yoda should look like. Why should that change? Like, don't do that. And um, I'm out. I have nothing else. Like they're just on, on, on technical levels. They're just not good. Like, all right. Yeah. All right, I'll cut you off. That was at three and a half minutes. So, hmm. do you want the full five or do you want three? I don't know. Can I start going and find out? Yeah, we can do that. All right. All right, Johnny, your rebuttal in three, two, one, go. Well, where do you want to begin? I mean, for years, fans have clamored to know the history and the story of Darth Vader. And finally, George Lucas follows through on his promise of a compelling backstory for the character of Darth Vader. Um, you, you start from the beginning and look, I'll give you that. It starts a little slow. I'll give you that the very first movie, the, maybe the first 15, 20 minutes starts slow, but from there, it's just a roller coaster. I mean, you got, you got a, an assortment of actors and actresses from across the galaxy showing up in fantastic fashion. You got Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn. You got Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. You got uh, good old what's-her-face as Padme. Mm. I mean, this is this is a bevy of, of actors and actresses filling the screen and delighting your, your movie-going experience. So tell me, look me in the eyes and tell me how that's not a good time to see Liam Neeson on the screen, to see Ewan McGregor on the, on the, on the screen, to see Natalie Portman, whose name I just remembered, on the screen. <laughs> Right. And pod racing, you got the look, I will say pod racing is about the coolest thing the, pre, the prequels gave us. So the pod racing was super cool. You had a super fun game out of it. Um, Anakin was like the least annoying that he has ever been in that. You know what I mean? I mean, think back to Empire Strikes Back. How annoying and boring was Darth Vader? But then you get this fun and energetic kid who just acts the shit out of that scene in the pod racing bit. I mean, that's fantastic. So, look, the first one, 
20, 30 minutes in, little slow. After that, just a, a roller coaster. So much fun. Also, Darth Maul. They, they gave us Darth Maul. So we can't forget about what the Phantom Menace brought to the Star Wars universe and we now have. If it weren't for the prequels, we wouldn't have that great Darth Maul stuff going on <clears> in Clone <throat> Wars and Rebels. Uh, what is that? The first one? Okay. Clone Wars. <laughs> Holy shit. Look, my jaw dropped during a thousand scenes in this film. The CG was fantastic. Um, if I remember correctly, that was the Yoda and Count Dooku fight. And how cool was that? Yoda's bouncing around all over the place. People have wanted to see Yoda bouncing left and right off the walls and stuff, controlling rocks. And we finally get it, right? So we get Yoda tearing up the screen with his lightsaber action. Um, we got... Uh, shit. Um, oh, tuna. Okay, all right. No, I got this. Um, well, then, okay, so Ewan McGregor returns again as Obi-Wan Kenobi. This time he's like, you know, the more kind of like guiding hand. Uh, that he was when we saw him in A New Hope, which is perfect. That's exactly what we want to see. Um, again, the actors that that show up are fantastic. Um, uh, we, I know, I know some people didn't care for Jar Jar, but for those who did, we get a nice little cameo of him, right? And the people who didn't, this movie's great because he's not really in it. So that's, I mean, there's that. Also, you want to talk about love, all right? You want to talk about passion and romance. There is no relationship that I have seen in film that is stronger than the one between Anakin and Padme. You name me a movie where the two characters are as believable or more believable than Anakin and Padme in love in this film. And uh, I'll quit. I'll quit life. I'll kill myself (laughs) is what I'll do if you can name me one movie where a relationship is stronger than theirs. So, I mean, the second movie... That's, I mean, that's, what, number two? Number mm. two of one, two, three. If that number one is the third movie, number two is number two. So there you go. Uh, third movie, great action, great CG. Uh, the fight between Anakin and Ewan McGregor at the end. I'm not going to call him Obi-Wan. I'm going to call him Ewan McGregor. <laughs> at the end was super great. Um, the transition of Anakin from the, oh, I don't know who I am, into the badass that he is. believable. It was building throughout the entire series. We knew it was coming. All of a sudden, bam, there it is. We finally see him being evil and on the dark side. And everything about the direction in the film made sense. And the storyline was cohesive throughout all three films. That's all I got. With 35 seconds to spare. All right, listeners. Now your job is to tell us who won that debate. Not what your opinion of which one is better, which, which debater won you over. So hit us up on Twitter. Hmm. Um, you can use the hashtag at or hashtag AG debate club, AG for atomic geekdom debate club. And just, uh, oh, is that what that stands for? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, had be, okay. I had to be clear that I said AG. So I All did right. it that way. Uh, at atomic geekdom is our Twitter. Let us know again, use the hashtag at or hashtag AG debate club, uh, to let us know. And we will reveal the results. There's the timer just finished. I forgot to turn it off. <laughs> mm. um, we'll have a real results next on the next week's episode, but uh, this will be something we'll do from time to time, the debate club. We won't do it every week necessarily. We'll take some breaks. We've got some other segments that we have, I, you know, we have all concocted for this, this, this fine podcast. And so we'll do other stuff from time to time, but we'll bust out the debate club when, uh, 
when I feel like we have a couple of hosts who can go toe-to-toe with each other, uh, like these two arch nemeses. Interesting, interesting. So that was fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And uh, I've got a few topics, uh, you know, left. Uh, Of course, we'll always take more debate topics. Again, at Atomic Geekdom for your suggestions at future debate topics. Uh, I have two more that I thought of earlier today that I wrote down, and, uh, you know, I'll be adding more as we continue to progress. So... Very cool. Yeah, a lot of fun with some new stuff tonight. Like I say, we did our, our fanfic episode. Uh, this is just the first of many. We will do this with all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, Star Trek or the the Avengers, the Marvel, the MCU. How would we fix the DCEU? Because we could probably do that after every movie that gets released from here on. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it doesn't need fixing. Um, you know, how would we... <laughs> do the the universal mo- uh, monster movies how would we you know oh like, i've got thoughts on that i, I do i know I, I, <laughs> I mean we should have done that tonight but uh well, the star wars one was fun i would start by not doing whatever it looks like they're doing <laughs> with the mummy <laughs> uh so we'll we'll dig into that you know we'll, we'll do some of these uh in the future so uh you have that to look forward to Matt, the two broke geeks uh, have not recorded a new episode for this week, but you did one last week, Chapter 80. We sure did. Um, Tell the fine folks what that episode was all about if they want to go back one episode. If they want to go back one episode and listen to that one? Well, well, when this uh, this releases, 81 will have just released, so. Oh, oh, I can't can't predict what 81 (laughs) is going to be about just yet. But if you want to listen to 80, you can do that, and it is about... um, Justin went to a, a brand new convention out there and he met some cool people and then he went to the uh, a, a Rick and Morty art show and uh, yeah that's uh, those are the highlights of the show it uh, has some other stuff in it but uh, it's not quite as interesting as those things but <laughs> there right. you go in 81 hopefully we'll have some good stuff in it we'll see what happens very good very good and you guys are on the Twitter and all that let the fine people know how to find you uh, go to at 2BGPod on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can find us by looking for Two Broke Geeks. And we're on Instagram. We're also 2BGPod on Instagram. So Excellent. there's that. Yeah. All righty. Uh, Johnny, same yeah. same thing. Tell the fine folks what your latest, uh, well, as of this recording, your latest episode, which was episode 24, the pals mm. switch snap to this episode. I can't, yep. make, I can't make the switch noise. Oh, uh, you got to snap. It's the pals switch to this episode. <laughs> That's all that is. Actually, you're right. You get to hear Randy really love Nintendo. Yeah, oh my in god! Fact, Johnny... Randy gargles that Nintendo dick. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Um, yeah. So what, that episode we talked about the Nintendo Switch presentation. Um, I, I'm joking a little bit about Randy gargling Nintendo dick. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's mm. a big fan. Yeah, I'm not really. No, Randy chugs that Nintendo dick. I mean, Randy like, like a gallon of dick. Nintendo. Like, Randy loves Nintendo. If, if Nintendo was a woman, Randy would marry Nintendo. Oh, <laughs> Randy would have pictures of that woman all over his wall and, mm-hmm. like, follow wherever she goes and cut locks of her hair yeah. to, to get onto the wall. Um, no, no, we, <laughs> we talked to Nintendo Switch um, mostly positive. The majority of it is positive. It was good stuff. Um, it's true. It's true. But, uh, yeah, so we talked the Nintendo Switch. As far as what the next episode is going to be, 25, I don't know yet. We normally don't figure it out until, like, 20 minutes before we record. That's okay. So, 
I don't know. We have some That's ideas. better than Justin and I do. We figure out what we're going to talk about while we're recording. While you're recording. <laughs> yeah, that subtle shift in topic is good. I like it. Um, and then uh, we're, we're definitely, we've already decided 100% we're doing another pal around about the rogues pretty soon here. So in the next couple of weeks, we'll have that. Is it just random or you pick a rogue? Um, so we're we're kind of going in a um an ascending order. So okay. we started kind of at the bottom with Captain Boomerang because he's not as much of a rogue as he is a Suicide Squad member now, and uh, um, a lover of all things unicorn. Lover of all things unicorn for some reason that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, and that, but so then the next one we're probably going to talk about like the blacksmith rogues, which are kind of the lesser known ones like Tar Pit and Double Down, um, Girder, who who's you know more well-known now because of the show but sure yeah so characters like that we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll lump into one and then we'll tar pit's focus. been on the show too yeah yeah tar, tar pit's been on the show ermer has been on arrow um i mean they all oh, kind of yeah. showed up except double down i don't think double down showed up yeah but... murmur had his stitched mm-hmm. mouth yep we're double, gonna talk about some of those down double down's been on the show yeah, yeah he might have been on arrow though oh uh, okay yeah if he was on arrow then i didn't see it um, um, he was a card player. He's got cards for for his body. He for could the peel skin. the tattoos off. Yeah, that's what him. it was. Yeah, yeah. Was it yeah. okay? All right. Well, then. Uh, well, that's who we're going to talk. Probably we're going to talk those um, those kind of second string uh, rogue characters, and then we'll start doing a central focus, like one about Mirror Master, one about Trickster, and yada yada. Sounds good. I like it. I like yeah, it a lot. So that's what we got. I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. Uh, on Twitter? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're on Twitter at Just2Pals, uh, the numeral two. And uh, you can find me at Johnny Wellens. And if you want to shoot us an email, you can send it to it. Uh, send it to Just2PalsPod at gmail.com. Again, the two is a numeral. Is that it? Oh, hashtag Just2Pals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hashtag two coke geeks. Yeah. I yeah. love this. this is, I love this. That's, that was fantastic. That might have been the <laughs> highlight of the year so far. <laughs> I did not expect that at all. That was that was great. Oh, perfect timing too. Well, <laughs> we had just the right hosts for this episode for that to happen. Oh, I love it. Uh also on the Atomic Geekdom Podcast Network is the Ringside Geeks hosted by Tom Monroe and myself. Uh, there'll be a new episode every Friday, assuming our schedules all work out that way. There was a new one last week, episode 15, in which we talk about entrance music and entrances. Uh, lots of fun to be had there. And uh, they are on Twitter and Instagram at Ringside Geeks. So give them a follow and join in the conversation, much like we ask you to join in our conversations, because it's a lot of fun to talk with you all about these things, because that's what we're all about here. Hmm. People. Awesome. Uh, that's it thanks for listening to the Tom Kingdom Podcast you can find us on Twitter Facebook Instagram YouTube give us a like follow subscribe all that great stuff if you enjoyed tonight's episode please give us a review and rate us on iTunes and do the same for the Two Broke Geeks Just Two Pals and Ringside Geeks it only takes maybe 30 seconds per podcast that you rate and review uh, helps us all gain listeners and grow the conversations and, and such and that, that, that helps us you know get some cooler content you can find our show, along with Two Broke Geeks, Just Two Pals, and The Ringside Geeks, on AtomicGeekdom.com, iTunes, Google Play, and the Satchel Player. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. We will be back again next week in some conglomeration of hosts, me and most likely two other people. Maybe these two other people. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe two other people that you've heard voices once before. 
and we'll be talking about geek-related things that make us all happy. Not angry. Yay. We don't need to be angry. Let's not be angry. Let's love each other in that hippie way from the 70s. Uh, not well, like, that's if we're all still alive when this comes out. Not like group love. We don't, we're not talking about orgies or anything, but like, you know, like, Ooh. hey, you're my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny ruined the moment. <laughs> no, but oh. uh, uh, if I had to choose a side, I, I definitely would prefer Mountain Dew over Coke. Sorry. Sorry, Matt. Oh, yeah, there you go. Coke, Taking Coke, Johnny's side. Coke rots your teeth, but I do like cherry Coke quite a bit. So, they all do, Dave. They all do. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for listening. Matt, Johnny, thank you for joining me. Yes. Yeah. Thank of you. Of course. And uh, see you next week. <laughs>